Happy Monday, football fans. You have found the Behind the Lines podcast for week number eight in the National Football League. My name is Steven Andres, managing editor at thelines.com, joined each and every Monday on this show by Christian Cipollini, sports trader at BetMGM. On this show, we're going to look back at the week that was betting in the National Football League in week seven, the biggest public wins, the biggest public losses. We'll also look ahead to Monday Night Football, where the liabilities are, how much is being bet on each side of the Patriots and the Bears game. We'll look at opening lines for week number eight at BetMGM and share my early week bets there. And lastly, a special treat. If you notice my hat and Christian's shirt, a couple of Phillies fans here. So we're going to talk a little World Series with between the Astros and the Phillies, where the liabilities are at BetMGM going into this final event of the Major League Baseball season with game one on Friday down in Houston. Christian, first of all, I don't even need to ask you how your weekend was. It was as good as mine, my friend. Of course. Yeah, it couldn't get much better than that one, I'd say. <laughs> yeah, Bryce Harper with a legendary swing of a baseball bat. But we'll first start in the National Football League. Week seven, public win or public loss for everybody out there? I got a lot closer, but it was a, a public loss again. All right, so that's now through seven weeks, one and six for the public if you're looking at uh, just overall win or loss for each week. Um, how big, though? It was, you said it was close, right? Not not too far. Like last week, week six is one of the, the biggest weeks of the book. It was the biggest week of the book for the year, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, at least one, top two for sure last week was. Um, this one was a little, like, a couple things going the other way. I could have made some changes, but we had our, our old friend help us out again, Tom Brady, this week. Uh, losing to the Panthers was one that really changed kind of the whole weekend around, one that could have been a loser into a winner. People um, stop was, betting Tom Brady, people. Like yeah. the Bucks are bad. They they can't figure it out. Let them show it to you first. No more blind faith in this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. Uh, we'll get to their Thursday night game here against the Ravens, which is interesting because that line has moved a ton off the look ahead. Uh, but what were some of the biggest public wins in week number seven? Yeah, for us, uh, Chiefs 49ers actually was a, a very big public win. Um, it probably helped with all the points, like we've said in the past, a lot of touchdown scores, um, which helped them win there. Uh, the Jets was another big public win. Uh, people riding on that one, and it worked out for them. Uh, also the Giants, so those New York markets, uh, two of the big winners for the public. Yeah, I imagine with how much handle there is in New York, like they blow away every other state in betting handle, it seems, uh, with just the population there and how much betting is part of the, the culture that uh, I'm guessing most every week you are not Giants or Jets fans at the book. Yes, but I mean, this season, no, but usually in the past, it uh, hasn't been a problem because they haven't been good, but both at the same time now are five and two and six and one, so... Yeah, very interesting dynamic there with the with the emergence of the legal New York sports betting market for sure. Okay, the flip side here, what were some of the biggest public losses in week number seven? Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bucks Panthers, as we mentioned earlier. Um, another one was the Packers losing to the Commanders. That one wasn't as big as the Bucks one. We still saw about 90, 95% of our money coming on the Bucks. Uh, that wasn't the case with the Packers. It was a little bit closer this time. It was about 70% um, coming through. So there was a little bit more people uh, shying off of the Packers after their back-to-back -back losses. Um, and another one, the Seahawks upset also was another one for the book. 
Well, I can assure you that most of our audience did not bet the Packers because I feel like every show we had last week, somebody on our staff was saying to bet the Washington Commanders to cover that spread with the offensive line issues and the thumb for Aaron Rodgers and no trust in his wide receivers. That that Green Bay team is a mess right now, and we'll get to it in a minute here, but a historic uh, spread for Aaron Rodgers coming up here against Buffalo. We'll tell you about that in just a moment when we get to opening lines for week number eight. Looking ahead here to Monday Night Football, Christian, between the Patriots and the Chicago Bears as we record here on Monday morning. I believe the Patriots are around eight or eight and a half here uh, for Monday Night Football. So any outcome here that can sway the result for the week? Yeah, I think this will be – we are at eight uh, for the Patriots right now. Um, I would think that this is going to be one of our more least bet on primetime games um, that we'll have, uh, just looking at by what, what we have in so far. Um, so we definitely need the Patriots. Uh, last I looked, it was about like 70%, 80% of our, our bets are on the Patriots. So uh, we'll need the Bears here. Um, but it's, it probably shouldn't sway it too, too hard. Um, just kind of looking at the total, it being a lower scoring game. Now, if it does uh, pop off, you know, maybe maybe it does or doesn't. But I think we should probably be okay this week. Yeah, I have a teaser leg here with the Patriots tonight. It's it was the first one I circled at the start of the week. I imagine you guys probably have a ton of teaser liability with the Patriots as well in this one, getting down under the key numbers of seven and three. So we'll see how this one works out. The Patriots have looked really strong after having a tough. A schedule to start the season and now they're playing some cupcakes here so we'll see if they can win by a, a big margin here again against a team that's rated one of the bottom three teams in the league in the Chicago Bears okay Christian let's look ahead to week number eight the opening lines at bet MGM I have a few bets to share here but first let's let's start with the Thursday night game between the Baltimore Ravens and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers yeah, so the Ravens are now road favorites, one and a half points with a 44 and a half point total. And that's flipped. I mean, that's, I believe this was about three for the Bucks before they lost Makes to the Panthers. Sense, yeah. Is that, yeah. So this is like a, a four, four and a half point move here as we're seeing. Um, I need to dig in the numbers a little bit more. I am very low on, on the Bucks at this point, but I'm not sure a four point move here off the look ahead is appropriate. So, um, you know, we'll see what Eli and Mo think on beat the closing line on Tuesday. You can stay tuned for that. And then of course, uh, we'll have a Thursday night preview on our YouTube channel as well with Matt Brown. Okay. Early slate. Oh wait, I was going to get the one o'clock, but Hey, we got another London game this week. Yeah. Our, our resident London home team, the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Denver Broncos. Yeah, I guess that they got some home field advantage here. They're three and a half point favorites with a 39 and a half point total. Are you saying that sarcastically tongue in cheek? Yes. Because, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I just wanted to double check because they have played in London a lot, but yes, you're still not yeah. giving them home field for that, right? No, 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 definitely not. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> because the reason I ask is because this is one of my early week bets. I did bet this at four and a half at BetMGM this morning, um, despite the juice being minus 115. Uh, I bet this for a couple of reasons. First of all, Trevor Lawrence has not played particularly well from an advanced metric standpoint. You can go back to last week's Megapod to hear the reasons 
Um, he's he's near the bottom of the league his last three weeks going into that that Giants game and EPA and success rate and completion percentage over expected. He's now facing an elite Denver defense. This is a top two defense in the National Football League statistically, and I think we've saw we've seen at least a little bit of optimism early in the week already that Russell Wilson may play in this game. And in my opinion, if Russell Wilson does play, despite how putrid this Broncos offense has been with Nathaniel Hackett, if Wilson's on the field against a Jaguar secondary that was shredded by the Colts passing game, I don't see how this can be four and a half. So I did bet it at BetMGM this morning at four and a half. Um, we're seeing three and a half in some spots. So uh, we'll see. I think this is Probably Christian one-way action, moving the line back towards Denver if we get increased optimism on Russell Wilson, I would assume. Yeah, yeah, he'll obviously, uh, you know, kind of change where we sit here. So, and I think you've already kind of seen that movement. You said you got it at four and a half this morning. We're already up to three and a half. So, starting to go that way. There you go. Okay, early slate of games on Sunday. And um, we can start where you want. My board showing Panthers and Falcons first. Not sure what your board showing. Yeah, Panthers at Falcons. Uh, Falcons are six-point favorites. Uh, that totals 42. And we have Bears at Cowboys. Cowboys are 10-point favorites. Total 42.5. Dolphins at the Lions. Dolphins are three-point favorites with a 49.5-point total. Cardinals at Vikings. Vikings are three-and-a-half-point favorites. Total 49. Raiders at the Saints. Raiders are two-point favorites on the road with the total being 48. Patriots at the Jets. Patriots are one and a half point favorites on the road here with a 41 point total. And last of the one o'clock, Steelers at the Eagles. Eagles are 11 point favorites, uh, total 43 and a half. A couple quick notes here. First of all, the line movement off the look ahead for the Cardinals Vikings game is significant. I believe this was about six and a half on the look ahead. Vikings minus six and a half. We're down, you know, much further below that at this point. I'm not saying it's necessarily an overreaction because uh, if you look at our, our power rankings each week at the lines, I've continued to keep the Vikings outside my top seven uh, and, and keep them more in, in the bottom of the top 10 because the yards per play metrics have not been good for the Vikings. They've, they've been winning and they've been winning fairly comfortably, uh, but they haven't been crazy impressive and, in, and efficient on a per play basis, either on offense or on defense too, with a secondary that appears to be below average. So um, I'm going to dig into the numbers a little bit more here, see if I think it's too much of a line move to back the Vikings now at a, at a better number. But I just thought the line movement was interesting there, considering the Cardinals won that game with a couple of pick sixes at the end of the first half by Andy Dalton that I'm not sure I, I'm not I'm very sure that is not predictive on a week-to-week basis that that's <laughs> that they can rely on something like that. So uh, just a note on that game. But my other early week bet here is the New England Patriots at the Jets. And I know that they haven't played yet on Monday night, but I'm fairly confident uh, because I'm not sure I really care who the quarterback is. If, if Matt Jones gets re-injured in Monday night and Bailey Zappi comes in, I'm fine with that. Um, Zach Wilson has been really bad. And it appears Brees Hall may be lost for the year now for the Jets, who is basically there in more than half of their offense the last couple of weeks. Now, I think the Jets' defense is legitimate. I think I've been really impressed by them. They are top five in the league in pressure rate while being bottom five in the league in in blitz rate. Uh, But this offense has not been good with Zach Wilson. And now they lose a huge piece of their running game. And you're facing Bill Belichick, 
who I have confidence can find some weak spots against this Jets defense and do enough to win uh, on the road here at a small number. So that is my second early week bet for week number eight. You're listening to the Lines.com Podcast Network. Looking for the latest player props and the best betting odds from the top U.S. sportsbooks all in one place? Then join us right here every day this season for free picks and best bets from the sports betting experts you can trust. Check out the Lines.com NFL Megapod as Matt Brown, Stephen Andrus, and Adam Candy break down every game for this weekend's football slate. Join the Coast to Coast podcast crew Mondays through Fridays as Nate Weitzer and Josh Lander bring you the best player props and game lines for Major League Baseball, the NBA, and the NFL. And tune in to Beat the Closing Line twice a week as Nicole Russo, Mo Nawara, and Eli Hershkovich dive into NFL opening lines, plus special guests from the sports betting world. So subscribe, rate, and review to the Lines Podcast Network, the source you can trust to make you a better sports better. Christian, the late slate of games here before we get into the primetime uh, opening odds for week number eight. Yeah, four games in the four o'clock slate here. Titans at Texans. Titans are three and a half point favorites on the road, a 41 point total. Commanders at the Colts. Colts are four point favorites. That total is 42. 49ers at the Rams. 49ers are one-and-a-half-point favorites here on the road, that total being 41. And finally, the 4 o'clock Giants at the Seahawks. Seahawks are two-and-a-half-point favorites. That total is 46-and-a-half. Man, market correction on the Seahawks at this point. That's They look, yeah. they look like they might be a playoff team. So, mm-hmm. and, and I think each and every week the Giants continue to be underdogs despite their record because of their advanced metrics not being all that impressive and – uh, I think a lot of professional bettors, you know, have lost money on the Giants at this point because they continue to cover spreads, but they continue to do so with performances that traditionally have not been repetitive week to week or predictive week to week. So um, we'll we'll see if that continues this week in Seattle or not. My final week eight bet. To at, at least at the beginning of the week here, is the Washington Commanders plus four against the Indianapolis Colts. And I'm done with the Colts. I'm just done. Like this offensive line can't protect. They had one good week against the Jaguars, which now appears to be a significant outlier compared to the rest of their resume. And I'm not sure this Colts team should be a four-point favorite against anybody, to be honest with you. Uh, This is a similar spread to what we saw with Washington last week, albeit at home against the Green Bay Packers, and I think it's a similar handicap. In that game against the Packers, we thought Green Bay's offensive line was vulnerable based on the the wind block uh, metrics that ESPN puts out against Washington's front seven. It, It turned out that way. They were not able to consistently pass the ball. The Packers wide receivers weren't able to separate and get open. I think the Colts wide receiver is obviously better than Green Bay's, but that offensive line is worse. And Matt Ryan has been had a tendency all season to turn the ball over when he's getting pressured. So similar handicap here for me. Washington wins that game against Green Bay despite a pick six from Taylor Heineke. We can avoid that kind of game-breaking play this week with Heineke. I'm very comfortable with this plus four for Washington. Prime time now, Sunday and Monday night football for week eight, Christian. Packers at the Bills Sunday night football. Bills are 10 and a half point favorites, and that totals 47 and a half. And Monday night football, Bengals at the Browns. Bengals are three point favorites on the road, and the totals 47. 
teased it a little bit earlier. This is the biggest underdog Aaron Rodgers has ever been. The last was in an NFC championship game against the Legion of Boom and the Seahawks. He covered that eight and a half point spread, albeit lost the game. But uh, 10, you said 10 and a half, correct? 10 and a half. The biggest spread by two points for Aaron Rodgers, an underdog in his career. And I think this also goes back to the opinion that the market and the books now have of the Buffalo Bills. Uh, if you look at Super Bowl futures, Christian, the Bills are plus 275 at BetMGM, and then a significant drop-off to the Eagles at plus 500, and then the Chiefs at plus 600, and then a lot of teams that are then double digits. So a clear top three, but really a top one in that top tier with that short price of plus 275. We're seeing it in the week eight odds of, of the Buffalo Bills at minus 10.5 against Aaron Rodgers. Uh, just a general question here, Christian. This is not this is this is kind of rare territory for the Buffalo Bills at this point, right? In terms of market respect and market rating. It's not something we've seen in in some time here, at least the past couple of years. Yeah, it's I guess a, a little bit of a combo of both. Um, of the Bills are really good, and then there's also not really enough teams that are showing us that they can compete with them, you know, outside of the chiefs and and maybe the Eagles on the other side. uh, No one else is really showing that, that they can consistently keep up with the bills at this point, um, which is is why we're at the price point. We are. Yeah. That's an interesting reaction to this, not just the performance of the bills. And we've talked about it with our staff at the lines as well, that like, who are you confident in that's going to put up a consistent performance week to week even even in the top 10, right? Even from like four to 10, um, you know, I think, is it fair to say the Bills are, are probably more than a field goal favorite over every single team in the league and probably closer to a touchdown once you get outside that top three? Yeah, I'd say once I'd say they're probably a touchdown favorite almost 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 over almost anyone uh, outside of the Chiefs. Yeah, it's, it's, it's just wild. We, we did a little bit of research on the Bills uh, last week looking at their Super Bowl price. This is the, the in the over the past two seasons, no team in the NFL has had Super Bowl futures odds this short during the regular season, and it's only week eight. Now a lot can change. Yeah. It's a violent sport. Injuries happen, but that's the kind of respect the Bills have at this point to be shorter than three to one in Super Bowl futures odds. We have not seen that in the past couple of years, even when the Chiefs' offense was as dominant as we're, what we're seeing with Buffalo here. So just a really interesting dynamic. All right, Christian, before we close up here, let's talk some World Series. Friday, game one in Houston between the Phillies and the Astros. Where is your series price at BetMGM for the 2022 World Series? And then kind of give us an idea of, of how the liabilities have have shaked out here uh, throughout the season in, in the baseball futures market. Yeah, so uh, right now we have the Astros at minus 180 and the Phillies at plus 150. Uh, we are in a little bit of a unique situation when it does come to uh, liability as uh, Mattress Mac placed a $2 million bet at 5-1 to one on them uh, back in Jul- August or July. So all of our liability has been on the Astros. We've been rooting against the Astros uh, since the beginning here. Um, but if you do take that out, we have been like in recently – we have been getting more Phillies bets. So if you, you cut that out, the liability would be on the Phillies for us. Um, just through this run, people just keep hitting them. Um, 
but yeah, Astro, we're not rooting for the Astros at the book for sure. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, legal betting market in Philadelphia and Pennsylvania, obviously. So you're going to get some fans betting on them. They were a juicy price. I bet them back in May about, you know, after that win streak they went on following the firing of Joe Girardi, they were 50 to one then at BetMGM. I do have a 50 to one Phillies ticket in my BetMGM account. Uh, so fingers crossed on that one. But um, I imagine, though, that teams like the Dodgers and the Braves getting knocked out were a really good result for you guys in terms of the liability and the Mets yeah, as well, yeah. I assume. Yeah, of course. And the Yankees also, um, you know, those were one spots that we had them in. Um, you know, when you take out the, the big $2 million bet we had, um, but we also, uh, an interesting ticket I found today too, is um, someone did place a $50 bet with us back in April uh, Astros to beat the Phillies uh, exact world series outcome pays out $125,000. So that's oh a real God. crazy bet. So let me quick math here, 125,000 divided by 50. Uh, I think you said that I'm doing my count. 25,000 to one. Oh my God. 2,500 to one on an exact an exact outcome. outcome of the Astros over the Phillies. That's insane. That's unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. All wow. the way back in April. Yep. Wow. Well, wish it was me. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Yep. <laughs> Anyway, that's that's good stuff. Uh, it's it's a shame he's not going to cash it though, because the Phillies are winning the World Series. That's, so that's right. Can't <laughs> stop him. Team of destiny, it seems. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Well, I hope everybody enjoys the World Series. I hope everybody enjoys the the National Football League in Week Number Eight. Love doing this show with you, Christian. Really appreciate all your insight as always. No problem. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, as always, Tuesday, Mo, Eli, and Nicole will be back with Beat the Closing Line. Uh, Thursday, Matt Brown will have his TNF preview. And then Friday, our Megapod as well for week eight with Adam Candy, Matt Brown, and myself. Be sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button. Let us know in the comments who you are betting on in week eight and the World Series. And as always, thank you for watching. Best of luck with your bets in the World Series and week number eight.